All right, welcome to the First Family Podcast. I'm Derek Duncan. I'm sitting here with Jacob Fontaine and Alex Fontaine. Yo. So we're right now, we're on the summer summer 2020 break trip. Uh, before, before we start talking about our little adventure, um, tell me what's going on right now in your life, Jacob Fontaine. Yeah, so um, I'm sure it'll be one of those men- moments I remember forever. Um, we had just finished a workout in the garage and then I decided I would run up our, our street, Golden View. And then I got the email from President Haas that we were going online senior year. Um, and the days since that have been very interesting. Um, a lot to figure out, especially with the living situation and everything else. But um, I, I imagine COVID is going to kind of dictate a lot of the next, uh, not few days, not few weeks, but few months. So you are, what are you right now, 22? 22. 22, and you're yeah. a senior at Rhodes. Nice, nice. Yeah, so hopefully the hopefully you can get at least something out of your senior year. It's, it's such a bad situation for all you guys. What about you, Alex? Alexander Fontaine, what's going on in your life right now? <laughs> this is a wild time in my life because, uh, well, in 30 days exactly, I'm supposed to be moving to Utah to go to college, and I still don't know if I'm actually going to be physically moving there or not. And uh, going to Utah State online would be extremely lame. Let me say this in the podcast right now. <laughs> so Agreed. I'm really hoping I can, I can end up going. Yeah. So where are you going to school at? Utah, Utah State. State, right? Yep. And how old are you right now? 19. Sweet, sweet. All right, so we are, um, you know, we've done a lot of things on this little break trip. It's been a great trip. This is our last night. Done, had a lot of activities and things of that nature. We did have one fairly significant uh, yesterday, but before we talk about that, Jacob, tell me what kind of, I don't know, adventures and things of that nature that you've done in the past. Yeah, so, so many years of Boy Scouts, um, a lot of hiking, um, a lot of backpacking. Um, I've done rock climbing um, inside um, and bouldering inside. Um, and a lot of a lot of just uh, really hiking, but I guess what I never realized is when you live in Texas and you're doing a lot of outdoor activity, you're not you're not doing certain things. It's not like a you do one thing, you've done it all. Um, and I, I certainly learned that this trip, um, without a doubt. And you did you've climbed? Uh, what was it? Did you say Quandary in the past? How old were you then? I was Bella's age, twelve years old, when I climbed Quandary, and I would call that a hike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would call it a hike Comparatively now. Comparatively speaking, I got you. Yeah. Well, Alexander, what have you done? Uh, obviously, last summer, Forbidden Peak with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was pretty crazy. Very different in multiple ways. I'm sure we're going to talk about that later. But uh, mountain-wise, that's about it. Any other scout adventures or... You know, I was in scouts mm-hmm. for one year, so I went to yeah. like one summer camp. Nothing that uh, really sticks out Yeah. other than basic camping. Okay. Well, so what we're going to talk about real quick is our climb of Torrey's Peak, 14er here in Colorado, 14.267 I think it is. And I'll just start by saying how shocked I was. We, got, we were supposed to get up at 4.30... Actually, five originally, then four thirty. Then I'm up in the kitchen at four twenty. Coffee's uh, brewing, all these things, 
and you guys are already up, which completely shocked me, which is totally awesome. But uh, I guess, you know, I guess I just want to open it up for, you know, we had about a, an hour and five minute drive. We pull up to the, the trailhead and there's hundreds of cars. I have no idea what's going on in y'all's mind at this point. But um, uh, just, just kind of give me, you know, tell me what you thought about the, the early part of the day, I guess, the early part of the, the, whole, the whole adventure. And then we'll kind of move on from there. What do you think, Jake? Yeah, so I was nervous. Gosh, was I nervous. I told my dad how nervous I was. I texted my friends how nervous I was. Um, I just had only, was only working off of Alex's description of y'all's last trip. <laughs> uh, and Alex didn't even have to exaggerate for me to be uh, a little worried about what was coming our direction. It was this, I, the only way I can describe it is the same feeling as on the way to like a football game or a track meet when I know I'm about to have to perform. And uh, right. I, I didn't want to let the team down and be too slow or anything like that. So I was feeling pretty nervous. What about you, Big A? Uh, I really just, I, I have the skill of being able to not think about things. Just like, like so I just, uh, I woke up, I had to eat, drink, and I just pushed it aside. I just like knew I should probably, probably do the mountain and just try it. But I, I wasn't really thinking about the logistics. Yeah. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have helped me out at all mentally. <laughs> right, right, totally, totally get it. Um, so what? Um, what would you say? I'll start with you, Jake. Give me the. I don't know the best part of the day, and maybe the worst part of the day. For me, it was very best part. It was a mental. The the point that I realized I had already improved, like during the climb. Because the very first climb, like, or the very first technical part of the climb, I struggled. And I think everyone on the team's try struggled. I was trying to pull my, I wasn't using my points of contact. It hurt a lot. I was like, oh gosh, I'm in trouble. Um, I clearly, it doesn't matter what I've done in the past. This, I'm not prepared for this. Um, and then three, four, two thirds, three fourths of the way, I, I, I was finding that I was finding my contact points, that I was so much more confident. It was just really cool that I was able to develop those skills with uh, Uncle D's help, your help, like, over the course of a single hike. And now I feel confident enough to, like, do a lot more like that. Um, worst part, Knife's Edge. I think Ace would say that. Alex will concur on that, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, it was worst and most memorable. Um, <laughs> It just, it was like nothing else that we had ever done. It hurt so badly. Um, we were scared. Uncle D had to coach us one by one. Um, yeah, I'll let Alex probably is going to talk on the knife's edge too, so I'll leave, leave him to it. Well, just to give a little context before Alex goes, so we climbed Kelso Ridge on Torrey's Peak. We went in about 1.8 miles or so before we broke off from the main trail and head up, headed up to Kelso Ridge. And from there is a long, long, rugged, you know, class three ridge with a lot of work to be done, basically. So um, on that, Alex, what do you think? What are your, the goods and bads of the day? The best part for me was probably like halfway through the ridge when I realized uh, I could like physically make it to the top and I wasn't gonna like make the group like walk back or something land like that. So that, um, that was probably like mentally the best part for me. Yeah. Worst part was probably like a 10 minute, 10's oh, a little short. How long, 15? 
least, on my, yeah. at least 15 minute period <laughs> on knife's edge when it's like a really like technical weird like position you have to get in that puts lots of strains on your hips and I was last in line and Uncle Derek had to instruct everyone individually exactly how to do it so I was I was uh in this position for so long I was just about to start crying because <laughs> I thought my hips were going to like release from my body and my legs were going to fall off. And then uh, after that, I, I got through it, got on solid land in my stomach. It was just, <laughs> I, I could tell at that moment I was going to throw up. I didn't know when, but I right could tell. Right after you came off the knife's edge? Yeah. It was just like a, it was almost, it was a football feeling of like being terrified and exa- like physically exhausted at the same at the time. At the same time, yeah. And then uh, the last the last little steep bit we had, it just pushed me over the edge. So that was always probably the worst part, was the knife's ridge and sh- shortly after. Yeah, yeah. Well, just for some more context, the knife's edge is about a 40... 40 to 50 foot stretch of just solid rock in the shape of a V where there's a couple of thousand feet of, of uh, exposure on either side. And so I was definitely making these guys do it the hard way on their butt scooting across just because that's the safest way, you know, and so it was, it was pretty, I'm sure it was pretty miserable for you. It was probably, I would say 25 minutes to 30, maybe, I don't know, for, for all of us to get across and then and then of course, uh, Jennifer and Jacob get across first. Alex is last. As soon as you, I get you across, you're like you said, exhausted. And then it was totally my fault that I immediately said, "Hey, let's go on up. Let's let's hike on up to the top. top. Let's go." Yeah, I was. And I should have just stopped because they had had a siesta break, and you just came off that thing completely exhausted and had to follow suit with us. And that's so that was totally my fault. I wasn't even I wasn't even thinking about how tired I was though because the the sun was right there. I was just excited yeah. to get off the edge. Yeah, <laughs> we were just trying to get away from what we had just done. I think as far as as we could. It was a little gnarly, even coming off the knife's edge and rounding that white rock. You know, finding that hold and all that exposure below us. That was a little bit, a little bit gnarly as well. But um, yeah, so. What else? Y'all have any other thoughts on the day? Or I know Alex, it was your first fourteener, second mm-hmm. summit. It was Jacob's second summit and second fourteener. You know, what else stood out on the day? Anything? Um, something that I observed, and well, okay, so we rolled up, and there was a million cars, and Uncle D was a little upset. I, I, I was, I mean, there was a lot of cars there, but he said in the car, oh, 95% of these people won't be going on our path. And I don't know if I fully believe that. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that, that was a very, there was a little party going on on Grace Peak to our left. People were moseying. It looked like they were smiling. We heard music. Um, and that was not the case on <laughs> our, our path. Um, How many total people do you think we saw? Hundred and fifty. Yeah. So many. How many were on the ridge? Well, I mean, we just to well, while we're talking about it, there's the one girl group of girls in front of us, mm-hmm. and uh, they um, kept saying, "Oh, this is goals. We want to do this when we're older." Da da da. Um, yeah. 
And then there was two other groups we saw of, of guys, and I think that was it. Yeah, I would say t- 12 tops, probably, out of the 150 or... There's no telling. It could have been more than it could have been 200 people. It was it was ridiculous. Yeah, but anyway, for me, it was a super cool day to have you guys up there, and and um, it's just a lot of fun, a lot of fun. I know the knife stage wasn't fun, <laughs> but for me, it was just you know keeping you guys safe. But um, yeah, so cool, cool adventure. Without a doubt. Anything else? Um. I, it kind of an uh, admission, like the YouTube video. I definitely skipped a lot through. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is a ten-minute video. I don't have the attention span to watch this whole video. <laughs> kind of saw the knife's edge, then kind of skipped through it. I'm like, okay, it looks like a rock. That's fine. Um, next time, I might watch the whole YouTube so, video. <laughs> so next time I, we go on the climb, I'll show you a video. Y'all might pay attention. Huh? Yeah, I'm gonna do whatever you bring next time too. But, okay, um, right. I definitely. Yeah, should have watched cool. the YouTube video. Cool. I think it was a hundred times more doable than Forbidden Peak. I was going to ask you about that, yeah, comparing it. Yeah. Uh, Forbidden Peak was very, like, wet and technical. <laughs> that's how I would describe it. And, like, that's just not my my strong suit currently with mountains. So uh, I felt like I could, I could do everything pretty much on Tories. Yeah. So that's a good feeling. And I mean, also I was I was in great shape when I did Forbidden. And it was still so so hard. <laughs> so I can't even Im- I w- there's no chance I would make it halfway as high as I made on Forbidden yeah. in my current shape. Put in in the previous day, just getting up to base camp and then going up and climbing that that M peak was mm-hmm. so a long day. Tories was good because yeah. it like showed me that mountains are doable, I guess, even fourteeners. So did y'all have at least some fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 it was yes. totally worth it. One hundred percent. Most yeah, even Knife's Edge was fun in a demented way, because <laughs> I I knew that as long as you were standing there, I was probably gonna get across. So, like, it wasn't a fear of dying so much as, like, please just get me off of this as quickly as yeah. possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, 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 controlled fear. Kind of like watching a scary movie. Like, a really, really scary movie. <laughs> right. I might compare it to that. Awesome. All right. Well, that is the family, first ever family podcast. And uh, I'm Derek. That's Jake. That's Alex. And uh, until next time, awesome job, guys. Yeah.